Welcome to Charlotte Mason Motherhood, the podcast that helps the everyday mother learn a practical application of the Charlotte Mason method. Today we are discussing Charlotte Mason's second principle of education, the good and evil nature of a child. We've covered the first principle in our last episode where we discussed that children are born persons, so give that a listen before moving on to this one, as the principles, especially these first few, are foundational. So let's begin with philosophy. Now Mason's second principle says children are not born good or bad, but with possibilities for good and evil. So she is saying that our children do not arrive to us in one way or another. Instead, they are all born with the possibilities of either or, and that child would require training to develop those tendencies toward good. In her book, A Philosophy of Education, Charlotte Mason states, The fact seems to be that children are like ourselves, not because they have become so, but because they are born so, that is, with tendencies, dispositions towards good and towards evil, and also with a curious, intuitive knowledge as to which is good and which is evil. Here we have the work of education. So what is our job as parents and educators? It's to foster the good as to attenuate the evil. Attenuate means to make fine or small. Will we emit evil completely? Of course not. But as believers, Paul reminds us in the book of Romans that we are all born sinners. But because we are parents and we know our children better than anyone else, we have the opportunity to nurture character in our children, to teach them virtue throughout our time on earth. I'm reminded of the popular verse, also from Romans, Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Mason reminds us in that quote of our work as educators. She says, It is our business to know what parts and passions a child is made up, to discern the dangers that present themselves, and still more the possibilities of free-going in delightful paths. So is our work in education to make sure that we are at the best at spelling or that our children are on grade level with their math? Yes, to an extent, but the ultimate work of education is building character, training our children, raising them to value virtue. Let's talk about how this will look in our homes. First and foremost, we need to train our children. I love what Karen Glass has to say on this subject. She writes, Our job is to support and direct the good tendencies while discouraging and uprooting as far as possible the bad ones. That's from her book, In Vital Harmony, and I highly recommend it if you're interested in Mason's principles. If you've seen any of my videos on the early years, that's year zero through five, you know that habit training is very high on that list. It's because those formative habit-forming years are so hard to reverse. It's much easier to start from the beginning if possible because there are less habits that you'll have to reverse later on. I'm going to recommend my favorite resources for habit training, specifically programs that focus on training and character and virtue in the show notes. My most recommended resource is Laying Down the Rails by Simply Charlotte Mason. I recommend it more for the parent than I do the child 
And it's because they offer concrete tools on how to work with your kids and remind them of those habits we're trying to form, whether it's character habits, neatness habits. Um, But we've also used and loved the 24 Family Ways book by Clay Clarkson. And that is more about character building and really practicing those virtues that we want to see developed in our children. So I'll link to both of those in the show notes. And the next thing we need to do in order to develop these tendencies for good in our children is to teach them the knowledge of God through the Bible. Mason refers to this as the chief part of education, yet pretty much every school has decided to do away with the teaching of the Bible and of God. We have an advantage as homeschool mothers to read our children the Bible from an early age. Through short daily Bible lessons, we have the opportunity to teach them that God's divine law is the ultimate law. What better way for our children to learn of good and evil than through the story of Adam and Eve in the garden, or Cain and Abel in the Old Testament? The Bible is a living book full of stories and examples of good and evil. Let those readings be our child's teacher. We can also rely on the Holy Spirit for guidance on teaching the Bible. And that reminds me, I remember Mason saying somewhere, though I can't remember where, that the child shapes his life on any pattern set before him. This means that a child will live what they see. Do they see mother picking up her Bible in the morning, hungry for the word of God, or maybe in the evening? We as parents can study the Bible and use it as a tool for guiding virtue in our children. If you haven't already, pick a book of the Bible to study and spend some time on it each day. Even just five minutes can make a difference. The next thing we can do, and if you homeschool, you're well on your way to beginning this step, is to offer the educational feast that Charlotte Mason recommends and abandon traditional educational methods. What is the difference between Mason's method and the traditional educational methods? Mason writes that the role of the teacher is to expose our children to beautiful literature, the arts, and to spend time in the Lord's creation. And through these rich experiences, we are directly connecting them to God. A traditional school setting would emphasize that the teacher is the deliverer of knowledge. Textbooks are used and grades are given based on performance. Mason talks about how detrimental this is to a child's character and the natural desire to know. She mentions in volume six, which is a philosophy of education, that every child has an appetite for knowledge and also emulation, that is the desire to be first. I remember students in my kindergarten class always trying to line up first when we go to the door for bathroom break or lunch. We've grown so used to using this against our children in an ineffective way when we consider knowledge. We give them prizes and rewards for their acquisition of knowledge rather than teaching them that education is just knowledge for the sake of knowledge. There isn't a gold star after every lesson, but rather an opportunity to draw closer to God and to nourish the soul with living ideas. I love what Liz Cottrell says about this. His soul must be prepared for a savior whom we all need in whom to delight, who commands all adoration and loyalty Teachers can present a broad feast with the best books to appeal to his desire for good and should forego the use of textbooks, marks, prizes that feed his desire for vanity and the approval of others that trick him into learning rather than set him on a road to realize his potential for good. Charlotte Mason's method can help his possibilities for good and hinder the evil ones. 
And that's just it. Mason's method, along with these principles we are learning together, are what help us develop character and also to educate the child. I run a private community on Patreon called the Charlotte Mason Motherhood Community. And each month I do a Q&A. It's personalized. All of the mothers there, there's over 135, I think now. Um, and the number fluctuates, but they are able to ask questions each month. And so I post a little photo and then underneath I get several questions. Usually it's about 15 to 25 per month. And I answer them in a little podcast just for those members. And I'm always surprised at how many questions I get on the actual application of a Charlotte Mason philosophy and method. And while those are so useful and helpful to a mother understanding how this looks day to day and what it looks like for a mother to educate her children using Mason's methods, I always go back to the same answer. And that is just that the true work, and we discussed this in the beginning of the podcast, the true work of education is to educate the child in character and virtue. So at the end of the day, if you are able to ask yourself, did I do something today to help develop my child's character? Did I do something to nurture them and serve them so that they can see the example of Christ in me? And they will take that with them for life. So even though it can seem overwhelming, um, just trying to understand all of Mason's methods and the way all of the books that you need and the way you're supposed to teach a Mason um, inspired lesson. Um, as long as you're doing your best um, to really develop your child in the best way you can, you're doing okay. And that's just my little reminder for you as we close this podcast. But if you are interested in joining our community, there is a link to our Patreon group down um, below in the show notes. I have a lot of content over there. Um, last year, I recorded a several minute long um, morning routine video. I've recorded me doing lessons with my two daughters. Um, and I have a lesson plan with me video, a summer prep video. I talk about meal planning and afternoons in our homeschool. So there's a lot of really useful videos that you can watch and kind of understand and see what it looks like um, in our home. We're definitely not perfect, but I just, you know, live each day by the grace of God and just ask him for guidance each day. And again, as long as you're doing that, you are doing a wonderful job. So I hope this was a helpful breakdown of the second principle. In the next episode, we're going to discuss principle number three, authority and obedience. One of the hallmarks of a Charlotte Mason education is narration, the act of knowing and telling back. At the end of each episode, I ask that you either write down or tell a friend, your mom, your husband, whomever, about what you learned from today's podcast. You can also share on Instagram and tag me so I can read your narration. It is my hope and prayer that whatever you gathered from today's episode blesses you and your family. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Mm -hmm.